listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Commissioner! <laughs> uh, Boogie. Yeah, it's so amazing. Little brother, Mick Boogie on the mixtape. Hey, yo, Mick, check it out, man. That's a lot of niggas that think little brother can't do no street joint, you know what I'm saying? So now I, I gotta get on this track, I gotta justify my thug a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta back up and moisturize my situation, you know what I'm saying? Let these boys know I can do it any way they want it, you know what I'm saying? Spontilla, this for the streets. Come on, this is for my niggas on the corner, them boys on the block, steady moving network. All through your community, you need a fundraiser. The boys will come through and even slang at the church. In the kitchen all day long, over the stove. Yep, serving them beans, steady cooking the molds. Till the smell get all in their clothes. Keep niggas heavy in the streets and they fuck the fattest of hoes. See the beans lined up trying to get that fix. Anytime, day or night, they'll scratch that itch. How you run into your mans like this, that shit. Yeah, they paper stayed long and they money is thick. I know a lot of niggas gon' have to run this back Like, damn, take when the fuck you start promoting crack It ain't as bad as it might seem I'm just shouting out my niggas down at Krispy Kreme Now holla back, what? Oh! Krispy Kreme will never leave the streets, nigga Dunkin' Donuts? Fuck em. Little Debbie? Fuck em. Glazed Donuts, Chocolate Donuts, Apple Fritters Whatever you need, it's nothing you get that Krispy Kreme, all the dough boys go crazy. Oh, big poop. Yeah, I make moves, make money. Made a lot of other people smile when shit wasn't funny. Always looking out, thinking what they want from me. I seen better times every day, ain't sunny when the birds ain't chirping. Niggas at home feeling sorry for themselves when they should be out working. Witness no hustle, seen no drive, even hopeless niggas striving. You wonder why you struggle. In the past years, operated with a muzzle. I feel like there's niggas that owe me checks. I feel like there's still bitches that owe me sex. I feel like, no, yeah, I feel like, but these niggas don't know the stress. I lost this only girl in the world that knows me the best. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, a Saturday morning edition with your host, Rod and Karen. Uh, we're in the house for feedback. Yes, we are. Live on Ustream yep, for those yep. out there that care. Um, make, let me make sure we record on Ustream just in case we want to catch it later. But yes, we are live on Ustream right now. Um, and shout out to the people that join the chat and everybody that retweets it to yes. people so they can listen and stuff. That's what's up. And that's what this show is about. Yes, it is. It's about the fans. The ones who take the time and care about writing and yes. calling in and leaving voicemails. Yes, and, and they don't remember on the day of the show. Yeah, so all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and of course... This is the Black Guy Who Tips, and you can find our podcast all kinds of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to theblackguywhotips.com, and there's all kinds of information there. Um, you can even just go to the About tab if you're looking for our app mailing address, if you're looking for our phone number, you're looking for uh, our Twitters and things like that. Just go there, um, and the email address. But I'll tell you right now, the email address is theblackguywhotips at gmail.com, um, in case you're lazy. Um, <laughs> Like clicking, I am too. I ain't no clicking bot. Mm, I ain't got time for that. Uh, and then of course you can also go there and 
check out our store. Yes. And I see people are buying stuff, man. People yes. are. Thank you, guys. Yes. People are asking me to make new new items available for them in the store, yes, and I'm doing are. that. We got thongs down with all mm-hmm. kinds of sexy underwear for yes. you. Yes. Get our faces on your ass. That's what I say. Ha, 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 ha. And tell them to tip, too, while they're at it. You're right. Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's right. Um, and, of course, also, uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Facebook, Stitcher Radio application. That's right. That's what app stands for. It's not apparatus. A lot of people think it's apparatus. Oh. Mm-mm, that's wrong. That's totally wrong. Hey, you can find us on Podomatic also. Um, and when you go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Please we do, guys. will read it on the show, as you will see later. Anything that's five stars, we read. Yes, we do. Doesn't matter the content, how long it is, what, what, what you, if it's something bad about the show. We read all of them. Yes, we do. If I got to say I love Steve Harvey because you wrote that, that's what I write. That's what I read. <laughs> will I hate you later? Of course I will hate you for that later. But we'll di- I digress. Um, of course, favorite us on Stitcher. And then join our Facebook group. Yes. Uh, we got quite a lot of people that are joining. And uh, continue to join, man. Continue to tell your friends and spread the word. Uh, that, you know, word of mouth is really our best asset in this game right now. Yes, it is. And also, you'll tell me the video you put up. Yeah, I was going to tell them about that. Uh, oh, check sorry. out. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it why don't you tell them about it, Karen? Uh, we did a video for uh, Blacking It Up with Elon James White. Um, they had a. Oh, and, and L. Joy Williams. And L. Joy Williams. Political strategist. And Aaron Rand Freeman. Yes. Dr. Aaron Rand Freeman. Yes, at times he could be a doctor. Yes, at yes. sometimes. Um, and we uh, actually uh, recorded a video promoting them. Yes. Um, and it was some cross promotion, of course. I mean, we we dropped a little product placement in there. <laughs> you know, maybe it wasn't obvious to everybody, but we we had our own little our own little placement for our show in there too. But yeah. um, go check it out. You can go to the blackguywhotips dot com, and it's on the front page. Um, or you just go to YouTube and uh, search for the Black Guy Tips, and you know we just wanted to promote their show because we're big fans of their show. So. Yes, and we like to thank uh, Silent Media X for actually uh, putting Silent out- X Media. I'm sorry, Silent Get it Media right. X. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mike from Silent X Media. Yes, I love you, Mike. I'm sorry. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Silent X Media, um, and he put that video together for us because all we really did was. What we could do with the camera. Yes. But he added all the things that make it actually work and cool. And it's really cool working with somebody that is professional and knows what they're doing and listens to your ideas and enhances it. You know, yes. like they, they get a vibe for what you're trying to, to do. Tell, yes. And then they want to like help make it, bring it to fruition. That was really dope of him. Yes, thank you. And uh, I appreciate it, man, a lot. Um, And yeah, check out the video. I think it's hilarious. I do too. It may have went too far. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But you'll have to see for yourself. <laughs> you decide. I actually put in the poll, like, which one is your favorite, the first or the second. But the poll probably should have been under the video. Did we go too far? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think so. we uh, did a little bit of bojangling for you there. Yeah, yeah. You might you might want to check that out. Um, of course, when you're on that uh, on our page, theblackouttips.com, uh, you can always donate to the show. And I want to take some time out to thank the people this week who took some time to donate to the show. Because Yay. without you guys, um, there wouldn't be a fucking show. You know? So um, the first person I want to thank, and they signed up for a, a recurring payment. Thank you. R- Sharif. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? Sharif in Philly. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the donation. and. Especially the recurring donations because we have recurring costs. 
So <laughs> all these recurring donations, I don't care if it's five dollars. I think that's the lowest you can do. I don't care if it's fifty. That shit matters because the bill comes no matter what. That's right. So if we don't get no donations, <laughs> guess what? Guess <laughs> guess what? Uh, Automatic and uh, our our hosting site and Dream Host, they don't give a fuck. They don't go, oh, oh, so you didn't get any do- donations? Okay, well, um, how about next month? We'll just, nah, you still mm-hmm. using that shit? Come on. Yeah. Um, and then also, i like to thank Brian. Uh, appreciate it, man. Thank you for the donation. Also, a recurring donation. Yes, thank you. Um, yo, that's what's up, man. Uh, you guys are, are awesome, man. It's, you know, we're not celebrities. We're not um, really people that have our life in the public eye like that. I mean, unless you go to our YouTube video, then you might say that. But... In general, we're just some regular-ass people, man. So thank you very much, uh, everybody that is out there spreading the word for us and people that yes. are donating to the show. Yes, thank you. Um, now, of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. Um, and what do you want to do first, Cam? We got iTunes reviews. We got all kinds of emails. Well, we got two emails. But... Okay, it was a low week for emails, but that's okay because we got comments all over Facebook and our website. Everybody's scared about Irene. Comments in the poll. Like, what, what do you want to go first, Karen? Uh, let's do the polls first. We're going to the polls first. I hope you guys are ready. Um, Alright, so let's just go to the page and uh, we'll just check this out. Okay. Hey, look, there's a video up of us. Acting fool, Karen. Did you know that? It's the first thing on the site. Yes, it is. It's the promo for the blacking it up, and I and I did put uh you know I did put a poll in there. So I guess we need to look at this kind this one first. Yes. Um, and the poll was basically there's two endings to this with different music at the end, and it was which one do you like better? And nine people out of and it's only been up a couple like since midnight so yeah, we can get a ton of votes yes. but nine people out of 13 thought that the first one was the best so 70 percent of people like the first one with the uh banjo music at the end so <laughs> yeah you just guess what we've been doing um and we got a couple comments trojan scooter says they both funny as hell my vote is for the first one you guys are ridiculously funny keep up the good work uh max d says Take you to my place. I'll show you blacking it up. LOL. The first one for sure. Alright, cool. Also, we got a comment on YouTube. Because we've never done a YouTube video before. No. We got one comment on our YouTube video that said, Karen is sexy. So, ah! There you go. Oh, I didn't. I, I should have went to the site then. I didn't go check the site out. <laughs> now that they call you sexy? Yes. Oh, you better be careful because YouTube is full of ratchetness. Oh, never mind. The next one will be like, you niggers need to stop. <laughs> Kill oh, yourself, monkeys. <laughs> like, so, uh, you should have been on Planet of the Apes. Yeah, fag. Like YouTube is the <laughs> home of fucking dumbass ratchet people, man. I, w- <laughs> I would not. Let's not get too carried away with that. But um, let's go ahead and check the polls at the end of each podcast uh, that we did last week. Of course, we do three podcasts a week. Yes, sir. So uh, the first one was the feedback podcast, two hundred episode two hundred and five. Mm-hmm. You might be ratchet. Yep. Okay, um, and the poll for this one was uh, because a couple people wrote in about we talked about hip hop and was it dead? And somebody wrote in that hip hop was uh, dead to them because black people were no longer really in control of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I totally disagree. I, I, I think it should 
uh, lead to people wanting to have more experiences and it should lead to more people wanting to share their story but I won't go into that long diatribe again um, I pretty much spoke on it last week so go listen to that episode 205 if you guys want to hear that rant again or not even a rant just a defense of that point um, but uh, of course the poll does it lessen the value of black origin or originated art when other races become involved um, 8% of people say yes because white people ruin everything. That's not so. They like cheese and I do too. Uh, okay. Shh. Nate on the E's chain. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. They don't need to know that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> they're the cheese eaters. Uh, of course, 54% of people said no. People who respect the art can add value by adding their perspective. I agree. Which is my, that's kind of what I believe. I, I think... Any, if, if somebody respects the art form and whatever their upbringing is, they add value to the culture because now they're bringing in their experiences and sharing them. Yes, they are. It's kind of like how nobody was talking about, you know, popping pills and living in a trailer park till Eminem started talking about it. Ah, uh, true. You know, or the attack on pop culture that he had or something like that. You know, like it, sometimes adding a different perspective can help. Um, yes, it can. And the last one was 38%. And it said, how come the crossover don't ever cross over to us? And that's a line from uh, uh, the Five Heartbeats for my movie people <laughs> out there. And, uh, and, and I understand that sentiment, too, because in that scene in the movie, what he's basically saying, uh, they uh, took their black music, the group, the Five Heartbeats, and then they, had, they sang the song in the studio. And then when it came out, they were like, okay, now these white dudes, we're going to put them on the cover of this album because this is what will sell. So we're basically using your vocals, but white a white male group to sing, well, to pretend that they sang it, basically. Yeah. And they the dude asked, you know, when they were like, hey, man, we should just take this money. They're not, they're obviously, they're not going to put us on the cover. This is what we got to go through. And one of the guys in the group says, uh, because the white dude was like, you know, this now has crossover appeal with these white dudes on it. And it could cross over to this white audience. And one of the guys says one of the most poignant lines in the movie, in my opinion, and probably in my cinema history, he says, how come the crossover don't ever cross over to us? You know, like, how come we're always the ones that's, we're kowtowing for this white audience, and we're the ones that get the shaft, but it never benefits us in the the back end. Yes. So, um, everybody had comments, or a few people had comments. Corbin says... One of my favorite rappers is Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park. I grew up listening to the, the ratchetness that was Eminem. I think when non-blacks have something to say, they should be allowed to use rap to say it. I on, if only we had something to protect us from whack niggas of all races. <laughs> so, that's that's the least ratchet Corbin can be. So, yes, just accept I, that. Accept I, I approve. I know, that, I know that that's asking a lot. Max G says, at Corbin. Yes, Mike Shinoda is a beast, just like Asher Roth. They're so good, but won't ever get shine. Um, and they do get some shine. I mean, let's not pretend that they don't get any burn. Lincoln Park's one of the most like high-selling groups in the world, at, at least at one time. And they also didn't they do a crossover with Jay Z after the Blueprint? Like Lincoln Park definitely did that, right? So I don't know. I wouldn't say they're not getting shine. Maybe Asher Roth. I know he's had. A bunch of white frat boy hits and shit. So, um, my Toya says, I think it's great when something that is quote unquote black original originally uh, transcends race. 
There's this convoluted sense of elitism that creeps into the black community when other races start doing something that we originated. Non-black people will fuck up our slang, though. So, hey, that's just up to us to teach them. Yep. Y'all be like, hey, no, no, that is not what ratchet means. Put that tool down. Ah. Not, you're not going to use a ratchet on your car. I mean, you use a ratchet on your car, but this ain't the same type of ratchet. No, we are not building anything. Yeah, if you get ratchet on your car, you will fuck your car up. Don't yes, do you that. will. Uh, Tatum says, I think it can lessen the value. Uh, example, McDonald commercial with auto-tunes. Gabby side. Huh. Um, so, uh, alright. that's a, If you believe that, man, I, I think that you're picking... You're picking something done badly and saying that represents white people, though. Because what I'm saying is, while auto-tunes, and if auto-tunes originated by black people, I'm not sure. I think Stephen Hawking invented the auto-tunes long before you guys. Anyway, um, but uh, if you're going to say that the bad art is why it lessens the value then doesn't little B lessen the value? Doesn't I mean there's tons mm-hmm. of black people lessening the value. What makes them lessening the value less of a standout than McDonald's commercials? Uh, isn't Tyler Perry lessening the value of cinema in yes, general? Yes, he is. Like I, I don't know that that's an exclusively white or black thing. There's no race to bad art. Um, Mudslinger says I think that damn near everything from the sciences to music was initiated by black people. Um, that includes slavery. Yeah, we did it first. But I don't think, ah! but I don't think the music changes because other races join in. I think the profits increase exponentially when they begin to join, which causes large corporations to fuck up the music. Now, here's the thing though. Um, black music was always hip hop anyway. Um, when it became, even before necessarily commercial success, it was selling to white people too. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was targeted towards black audiences, yeah. but white people dug this shit. Let's how many it. how many white dudes do you know whose first real rap album was like NWA? Yeah. You know, yeah. like so I as, as hood and as NWA is, the reason they're so successful is because white people found them to be to be intriguing. Yes, because they would have never had the success because the thing about it is that uh, do especially during that era, white people actually bought shit. Like they would go to the stores, they would go to concerts. Yeah. So they to some would, extent, they still buy shit. I mean, yes, they do. Even your more conscious rappers that supposedly cater to the black community, you go to their concert, it's mostly white people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but it's some, but we're still supposed to have this black ownership of this art. I mean, I don't see how you can sell something to somebody and then not want them to be a part of it. Yeah, it's just so and, weird. And the thing about his music is music. That's you know about as bad as telling you know somebody black you ain't got no bitches at a heavy metal concert because this wasn't talking towards you. Right. Yeah. Exactly, man. Um, or even worse, like you can buy our shit, but don't try to make it. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how it's like. Oh, okay, it's cool. White people, you want to be the main people who support Lupe Fiasco and Common and Talib Kweli and Most Def, all these rappers we consider Afrocentric. But nah, you don't get to get on that mic though. That's different. Like, come on, man, come yeah. chill. Um, all right. So episode two hundred and six. 
a Sesame Street divided where we talked about all kinds of shit. Yes, we, um, did. we talked about um, Bert and Ernie <laughs> supposedly getting gay married. Yes, sir. Um, and how that would cause ripples down the Sesame Street. Oh yeah. Um, but one of the topics we got into was Charlie Brown, the cartoon. Yeah. And as we were talking about it, I realized suddenly I had an epiphany that Charlie Brown was extra fucking depressing. Yes, he was. Huh? He was a sad, sad white man. Yeah, it's like he he just go ahead and jump off the bridge or take the gun and blow his brains out. He was depressed. All Oh, damn. Yeah, wow. he only had one shirt. He was already balding ah, at a young age. He sure was, wasn't he? Yeah. Three strings upside his head. And I said, man, look at your life, dog. You got a dog and a bird. You got a the redhead girl that loves you, writes you letters all the time. And here your punk ass is crying all the time. All the time. Trying to get with Lucy, who is a mean, mean woman who keeps moving the ball away from you so you can never be happy. <laughs> you know, nothing was positive about that. So, uh, the, the, the options in the poll was Charlie Brown depressing. Yes, that dude was a real downer. 53%. No, his mel- melancholy antics were hilarious. 16%. Exactly. Some, something's wrong with 16% of y'all. Y'all depressed, too. Yeah. And <laughs> the 30% of the vote actually went to... Adult speak. 30% of the vote yes, went to that. and I realized nobody ever understood a damn thing but the kids. Uh, let's see what the comments say. We actually got seven comments on this silly-ass poll. Ah, ah, <laughs> I love our fans. Yeah, it's like, is white people joining hip-hop ruining it? Five comments. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Brown, huh? What about him? Let's, oh, everybody wants to talk. Uh, Max G says, I mean, Charlie did go another seven to another seven-year-old for psychiatric help. I'm just saying <laughs> exactly. What could Lucy possibly know about psychology and she's fucking five? Nothing. Uh, Slade says, well, it was a cartoon, but you always knew dude wasn't going to win. He always got played. Kind of like the Roadrunner and Coyote. I always hoped the Coyote would catch his ass. Some of them a bitch. Ah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious if just one random Looney Tunes, they just had... Like, they, they were, like, the Coyote and the Roadrunner. And then, like, when they started the cartoon, it's on, like, 10 seconds long. And it was just the Coyote eating a plate of Roadrunner. Like, ah, fake Roadrunner. putting hot sauce on it, licking his fingers. Like, oh, well, that that was short. Yes, real short. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that Coyote is black after all. Looks like chicken. Uh, Tatum says, I'm a big fan of the Peanuts. Especially Franklin, the one black one. Um, if you really look at it, Charlie Brown is a bit sad, but he is surrounded by bad friends and family. Ah! His sister doesn't really respect him. His dog is a dick. On the Christmas special, Snoopy is the first one to laugh at him. Uh, Lucy won't let the poor guy kick the football. His head is mostly big from years of falling on it. Uh, not to mention, there is a clear lack of parental supervision. Yeah. Yes, it is. These niggas be going out in the middle of the night and trick-or-treating. You know what? Yeah. That's their parents. I don't think I ever saw their parents other than just hearing them. Yes, that's all you did was hear them. I think if Charlie Brown spent more time with Franklin and Pigpen, he wouldn't be so depressed. Well, I don't know. Ah. Pigpen was one dirty motherfucker. A cloud of dirt oh, just followed him around. Everywhere. Oh. And Franklin was black, man. And they, You know, if Franklin could would actually start talking one day, they, they should also have that Peanuts cartoon. One day, they sit next to Franklin, and Franklin just starts... Railing on them about the, the the plight of the black man in America. That shit wouldn't be long either. Yeah, he should say all that shit I said that, during that podcast. Ah, <laughs> the ah. fuck is wrong with you, Charlie Brown? I live in the ghetto. 
You wonder why I don't be around all the time? I don't ride the same bus as you. I have to go to the hood. <laughs> you ain't never come to my house. That shit is depressing. Yeah, you wanna, you wanna. <laughs> at least you get a Christmas, Charlie Brown. I don't even get a tree. Um, R to the edgy says Charlie Brown will always be a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> In my book, for not smashing that little red headed girl. Mm-hmm. She had to ask him. A, she had to ask him to dance with her at the school dance. B. Gingers are documented and proven freaks. Oh, he could have hit that from the back, and then all of his problems would have been solved. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, pussy make not have a care in the world. That he is science. Care about being depressed. That is science, can. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, as proven by the law of averages and general status quo in America, any white man in this country without a bitch to slap around and make his dinner is doing something wrong. Losing. Ah! Well, R to the edge, you make some good points. I uh, don't know if I can agree with all of them, but uh, those are valid points. Ah, that uh, Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> for the record, uh, Reggie is gay, so maybe uh, for you guys write in about him calling people bitch and slapping them, it's, it's okay for gay people to do it. I've seen Sex in the City, that's, that's how it is. I don't know why. I don't know the rules. Rashani says, first, off, first of all, where is the kid's daddy? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. And what is one of those wild, wild, wild niggas his pops? Ah, ah. <laughs> Someone needs to teach this kid about self-esteem and masturbation. You know, that's probably why, I mean, how would he teach his son about masturbation and self-esteem when he sounds the same? Like, maybe Charlie was just high. I don't know. I don't know. But he sounds like wild, wild, wild. How can you learn anything from that man? Yeah, and on top of that, if he masturbates, he would be so depressed. We never see Charlie. Yeah. Uh, there is no reason to let this kid be uh, two bad things simultaneously. He is a depressed simp. He simps for the red-headed girl. And he is depressed because his parents won't buy him any new clothes. Well, I don't think he... Can he... Well, one... I don't know. Somebody's off. I don't, maybe I don't remember it right. But I thought the red-haired girl liked him and he would never get with her. Yeah. Or was it was it the other way? Was it that he liked the red-headed girl and then he would never mm-hmm. holler at her? I couldn't something remember. Something like that. Yeah, go something like that. Yeah, I don't know. You are to the edge of Rashad. Y'all talk that out on Twitter and get it right. Uh, there are no parents anyway. Where the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Children of the corn? I don't even think <laughs> there was a real, there was really a teacher either. I bet they were just playing a tape recorder and had played it so long it turned into a garbled mess. None of the kids knew what was being said, so they all improvised. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie needed to learn uh, to be a pimp. Who the hell taught Snoopy? Why can't he sprinkle some on Charlie's ass? Linus needs to kick his ass, old punk ass, pussy ass, depressed ass, mark ass, stupid ass, bald headed cancer victim looking motherfucker. I digress. <laughs> In summation, Charles is a pussy, and he will never be a good pitcher, kicker, or person. He fails at life. He needs to have a cloud over his head like pig pen. Finish. Okay. Uh, fuck. I'm on to you. Says. Fuck it, I'm on to you. Ah, ah. You can put that, man. Yeah, so, no senses on this one. Poldaddy.com don't give a fuck. Uh, he says, at max, probably because he couldn't understand the adult ships, they sound like deaf hookers deep throat in a 12-inch dick. Wow. Ah! I guess it, is that what a, I guess if you had a little more gargling in it, it would sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I don't want one, none of my face. 
<laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Bill says, say what you want about Charlie Brown, but Charles Schultz figures out something out. He made $1.1 billion over a lifetime with those kids. Last year, the only dead guys earning more money than him were MJ, Elvis, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, Schultz Estate made $33 million last year. Yeah, alright. I wasn't really knocking his hustle, just saying that shit was depressing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But you did say I can say what I want, so you fucked up. I did say what I wanted. Uh, we also had two comments on this episode. Um, let's see what people had to say uh, about the episode. Gabby. Oh, it's both from Gabby. So you know she's about to go on and on. Gabby says, oh, no struggle food. Because I said, don't be sending struggle food pictures. Mm. With, when you said, we cook medium pictures. That's right. Okay? Our amateur food porn is has standard steel. You can't be sending... Yes. Corn chips mixed in with stir fry. I'm sorry. That is not acceptable. Uh, Gabby says, oh, no struggle food. But what if the struggle food actually looks good? I make a mean beans and rice dish, and it's both good and struggle food, because beans and rice go a long way and help to keep a grown, hardworking man full and satiated, uh, i.e. satisfied food-wise. Well, um, number one, beans and rice is not struggle food. Mm-hmm. Struggle food is like hamburger helper with some beans in it. That struggle food. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, she says now Frito stir fry. I agree, uh, is not struggle food. Just kind of odd. No, you're wrong. It is struggle food. I've explained this many times, Gabby. Stop, stop doing this. But what? <laughs> a, what about ramen noodles minus the seasoning packet mixed with super tender boneless rib tips and a tiny bit of barbecue sauce? A super, a super yummy beefy barbecue pasta dish. No. No, that's just no. Go buy your ass some real ramen noodles that are ramen, some real ramen, and not some of that like cheap ass ninety nine cents ramen. Real ramen. And fucking boil up noodles like a grown ass fucking adult. What's wrong with no, you? We do not take this. Do not send that picture. We to me. we would even take the egg noodles. I don't care if it looks good or not. You we're about doing it the right way, not the. Not oh, the easy way. remember this is supposed to be about cooking better and eating healthier and shit like that. It's not just. Oh, I made oodles of noodles mixed with Kraft mac and cheese. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I ate that shit in college. It yeah. Put it in the microwave. No, that, 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 that only requires an oven. No I thing. warmed up a Tostino's pizza, but I also put shredded cheese on the top. Does that count? No. No, nigga, no. I chopped up onions on it. It still don't count. She said, so if the struggle food looks good, can we then submit it? No. It's no. the opposite of what I want. <laughs> I'm saying if your food looks bad, but you slaved over it and it actually did taste good, yes. send that pic. I'm okay with that. If it looks good, but you just lazied your ass out of it, no. You're disrespecting the whole point. Heck, most of my food is struggle food as I cook it, and it is meant to feed me for a few days. Smiley face. And no, it isn't expensive or snooty, just real and down to earth. Well, that's fine, but don't send me them pictures on struggle food. The end. (laughs) Every week with Gabby. And then she says, I heard the comments about tipping. Okay, here's the flip side. And I had this argument with my best friend who is African-American and serious about his tipping. Sigh. Don't sigh at that. Of course, he should be. Yes. Got to break these stereotypes. Um, if I am super broke and I still, I will still tip, but I will tip 15 to 20% of what I purchase. Okay, that's normal. Uh, if all I can afford is coffee and a bagel, I will tip a dollar, which is usually 20% or more of my bill. My friend will tip the heck out and get all upset. We have had uh, arguments because he is so focused on how he is being perceived by the restaurant. He has more money than me, really into very expensive fashion, etc. 
and how much I tip rather than realize that I did pay a decent 15 to 20 percent recommend it and two if I'm so broke I can only get a cup of coffee while you chow down on a huge breakfast then maybe look at the bigger picture of a friend in need okay let's address the first part if you leave a dollar and it is 20% of your whatever you ate that's fine yes that is there's nothing wrong with that that mm-hmm. is absolutely acceptable uh, I think more people need to do that if yes. you don't have money and you still want to go out to eat don't go up in there ordering a fucking steak and leaving 37 cents on your fucking tip yes I've seen people do that before yeah you, you, you eat according to what your tip is part of the fucking meal so you eat according to the fact that you think you're going to leave a tip now if they fuck up your meal whatever and you don't want to leave a tip I understand yes. that but don't go into the meal with I got $18 let me spend $17.99 that's an asshole move Yes, that so, is. You, yes, I agree with your first point. That's fine. That dude's just being uptight, okay? If he has a problem with that, uh, with, your, with you leaving a dollar tip on, say, a uh, $5 meal. He can make up the difference. Then he, yeah, he can throw some money on top of that if he wants to, but mm-hmm. that's not your fault. Nope. Number two, though, where you say if you're so broke, maybe he should help you out because of the picture of a friend in need. Man, don't go out to eat with his ass if you that broke <laughs> where... You, yeah. He's gonna be getting it. No, then yeah. skip that meal. Fuck yeah. him. Go yeah. eat by yourself. Yeah, because we we know when people balling big, we be like, nah, not this time. Y'all can ball without us. Yeah, I don't want my bagel with the side of judgment. Fuck you. <laughs> kind of what kind of friend is that? <laughs> Dude sounds like an asshole. Uh, she says, so I do tip decently, but I am on a budget. I refuse to pay for everybody else's expensive drinks, seafood, and whatnot. While I only had a side salad and filled up on the free bread. Sorry, this is a touchy topic for me at times. Like I said, if you're broke, just adjust accordingly. Okay? It's, it's, tipping is easy. It is fucking easy. It's really... People make it more complex than it has to be. But at the end of the day, sometimes you just don't get to eat out. Mm-hmm. Go to McDonald's yeah, where you don't need yeah, to leave a tip. Go to Taco Bell. There's yeah. nothing wrong with going Chick-fil-A. to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You can get a nice sandwich from Chick-fil-A for yes, like $7. Because Chick-fil-A is expensive as shit. All right. It's good. Um, the other thing we talked about on episode 207, Fight the Power. Fight the Power. We talked about Chuck D as a child and, you know, how serious he is all the time. And, uh, we made a couple jokes and stuff. But, uh, I wondered, what was he like as a kid? Yes. You know, and, uh, I said, do you think Chuck D smiled as a child? Because it's really hard to find pictures of him smiling yes, now. Yes, it is. Well, we <laughs> it's very hard. Um, and... 12% say yes, no one can be serious all the time. 76% agree with me. <laughs> no, fight the power. <laughs> of course, he did not smile as a child. Now, he promised me on Twitter that, or he said that he could find a picture of him smiling in the first grade. I, you know what? We don't believe you. You need more people, Chuck D. I'm sorry. You at, at Mr. Chuck D on Twitter, I'm, I'm going to have to wait till I get that picture, brother. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Chuck D be smiling. Um, and the other, the last twelve percent said, "You're old. Who is Chuck D?" All right, so I guess I am old. I figured a lot of people wouldn't know who he was. Um, Corbin says, "I've been following Chuck D for a while, and what made your comments about him extra hilarious is you are right. I saw a tweet recently about black kids not, or his, yeah, a tweet from him from Chuck D." Recently about black kids not living up to the, their righteous names. Like, really? I gave up on people living up to names like Christian, Heaven, Angel, or anything like that. This dude is talking about Jamil and Kwame. 
he really might have to come out of the womb trying to. He really might have come out the womb trying to fight the power. LOL. Ha ha. Mudslinger said, "Rod, you don't have to read this." Okay, what well, I want. All right, Max G says, "What's a Chuck D?" Ah. And Rashani says, "I can't believe that Chuck D ever smiled. I truly believe they patterned Action Hank from Dexter's Laboratory at the Chuck D. Chuck is rugged." Ah. Oh, he bring about memories. Action yeah, Hank. You remember Action Hank? Yes, I do. He was a beast, man. Yes, he was. He was like Mr. T combined with The Rock. Um, all right. So we got a couple emails. We got iTunes reviews. Let's do iTunes reviews, please, sir. Okay, ma'am. Please, yes. <laughs> um, all right. So let's check out these iTunes reviews. I believe the latest one was from Sid Loves Jazz. I believe. Well, let's see. Rod and Karen are an example of everyday folks giving their opinions and insight on everyday topics. Mm-hmm. Did we do this already? No. Okay. This is five stars. Yeah, the title. Sunday, yeah. This is five stars. The title of it is The Black Eye Who Tips. Cool. It's from Cedric CD Loves Jazz Williams. Because you know, got to put the middle name. Yep. Rod and Karen are example, uh, every, examples of everyday folks giving their opinions and insight on everyday topics. This married couple in Charlotte, North Carolina is an example of marriage bliss. I discovered this podcast from hearing Rod's insightful daily call into the Bomani Jones, the Morning Jones show on Sirius Satellite Radio, Channel 158. Rod was never disappointing or never disappointed on that show. He and Karen do not disappoint in their 200 and plus productions of The Black Guy Who Tips. So check us out, guys. Thank you. Um, Spiders Mon? Spiderus Mon? I'm assuming that's what that says. Uh, the podcast, this podcast saves lives, son. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Greetings to the esteemed ratchetologist Rod and the Zumbatastical Ten Star Care. <laughs> Zumbatastical Care. Or in the spirit of one of my favorite childhood movies, Bob Weep, Grinding Weep, Nanny Bob. Mm-hmm. I know what you meant there. <laughs> Universal <laughs> greeting, brother. Um, I wanted to thank you for this podcast for making my workdays endurable and for keeping a black man's sanity at a reasonable level. I listen to it at work, and yes, I do end up laughing out loud at my desk and getting awkward looks at my from my coworkers, but that's for their benefit. If I didn't have your podcast playing in my earbuds, chances are I would get really upset with all these cheese-eating doofuses I work with and would go postal one day. Here's the title of the review. So we're saving their lives, not his. Okay. His coworkers. Ooh, do we want to tell them we're taking a couple shows off next oh, week? No, some. Ooh, Ooh we the read about crime rate some. might go up. Some <laughs> of our fans might be in our articles. Yes, yes. There's all this evil that we call crime. Ah, there's nothing else to do but listen to the black guy who tips Karen. Nothing else. <laughs> um. Uh, I enjoy the great chemistry you two have on the show, and your guests are always cool. I enjoy listening to Rod on the Morning Jones, and also and I've also checked out other podcasts on which either of you have been guests. This podcast has opened me up to the chitlin circuit of black podcasts, and for that I am eternally thankful. I have even had a chance to meet a couple of your recent guests in person, Shirley and Logan, cool, and hope to one day be a guest myself on your show. Keep up the awesome work and stay ratchet. Peace. Thank you. Spider is mine. Who, who are they on Twitter to... I, I don't know. I'll let me, man. You yeah, know how to get in contact. Yeah, let us know what your Twitter tag is. I'll put is. you on the list if you want to be uh, a guest of one day. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what you're missing five stars. Woo-hoo! From Brian Howard. 
319 at Brian Howard 319 and it's Brian underscore Howard for those wondering I just became aware of this show after hearing one of the hosts daily on the Morning Jones. Rod from Charlotte would always wrap up the show, so when I found out he had a podcast, I looked it up. I'm so glad I did. I came out. I came into the black guy who tells around the time that Rod was touting the lyrical prowess of, in my opinion, one of the goats in the rap game. That's right. He was talking about Brian Pumper. Ah. And I don't think Brian Pumper is the greatest. I think he's the realest. Yeah, he's the realest. Yes, the realest of the real. Yeah, what, ain't nothing fake about him. What does he all. talk about when he raps? Fucking bitches. That's right, and he's always fucking bitches. Yes, I've seen, is. I've seen the tapes. He's got the, he's got the proof. Yes. Uh, uh, he immediately had a, he immediately had a fan for life. Anybody that can praise dudes' rhymes with the straight face is all right in my book. <laughs> but it's not just Rod that makes this show. His wife, Karen, is a great partner, and they play off each other perfectly. They also have great guests. And though these guests, uh, through these guests, I have been turned on to many more great podcasts. I strongly urge everyone to give this show a shot. Thank you. Best in Ratchet 5 Stars by Michael Felder, a.k.a. In the Bleachers. This podcast has got to win the Ratchet Award for all-time internet ratchet behavior. Ah! I love this show. This I is all in the bleachers. This is all before they seen this video, by the way. <laughs> I don't even know what is going to happen after this. Uh, I love this show. Every week, I find myself looking forward to the shows and what Rod and Karen and their guests have to say. I do not look forward to when they drop slander on my good name and my employment. <laughs> Of amped up party activity and his oh enjoyment of amped up party activity, but there are trade offs, folks. There is quite <laughs> there is a, hard, y'all. <laughs> there is a quite intelligent and informative message in the show beneath the comedic aspect as heavy topics get discussed in a manner that makes people think once they stop laughing, of course. Enjoy the show, and you can hear it get better and better as the show progresses. They're making strides, people, and the guests just keep getting better and better. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. And Jamar says, the revolution is not televised. Five stars. Listening to an episode after, uh, listening to an episode after a man suggests, and the tipping point occurred. I'm an avid podcaster, both listening to and creating, and what I have realized after listening to one of these great episodes is that the revolution revolution is happening before us. I spend three to five hours daily listening to podcasts and learning and feeling connected to people that are thousands of meters away from me. I spend less than two hours a day watching TV, uh, more reading, writing, and creating and helping to spread... Uh, and helping the spread of others like me. Check out my podcast... Verbal Brainstorm, also on iTunes. So, you know, you can also use these to get a plug. I didn't even think about that before, but technically you could write a five-star review and just be like, uh, single simulcast, single simulcast, single simulcast. I would read it, I guess. Yes, you wouldn't have a choice. (laughs) Like, fuck this dude, man. He ain't even gonna say nothing about the show. That's fucked up. Five stars. Uh, we also have comments from the Facebook page. You want to look at these? Yes. All right, so let's go back through the week. Um, I believe the last one we, or the first one was 205 might be Ratchet, right? Yeah. So let's check out the comments from there up. Um, Anthony P. Tatum says, truly the best podcast I listen to. I look forward to every Thursday, Saturday. The feedback show with my personal favorite and Sunday. Everyone, please give it a chance. Thank you, Ron and Karen, for the great entertainment. You're welcome, babe. Thank you. Um, and of course, I'll post our latest 
We Cook Medium series mm-hmm. uh, blog post, which is Snacks on Snacks on Snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all kinds of stuff. I don't know. We had chicken breast that I made, and yes. uh, you made spaghetti. We holy spaghetti, yes. and we took pictures of that. And mm-hmm. people submitted some beautiful looking food. Pictures. Yes, they did. They looked so tasty, man. They did, man. Yeah. I yeah. know. Uh, now uh, we put more descriptions on what they have. And well, you if you email us a picture of your food, please put, put a description you know. in there. Because I'm just copying and pasting how you described it. I'm not actually writing up descriptions for each meal that would take too long so thank you guys who submit and, and do that stuff and uh Ange, man i want to go eat her food one day yeah it looks great <laughs> um and uh also leonard says what up rod and karen i hope all is well yo i was talking to my friend rachel last night and she mentioned that she and a friend of hers just started a new podcast that made me think of you two and i wanted to hit y'all up to check out her show uh the name of her show is ladies unscripted online um, and it's on Blog Talk Radio. I haven't got a chance to check it out yet, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely get in there and see if I can maybe if it's on iTunes especially. But I'll see if I can find a way to listen to it. No problem. Um, let's see who else I had some. Oh, Gotham Girl, we posted the live link to, to stream the show, mm-hmm. and she said, "Just listen live and in Twitter chat and you stream or something. Great show as usual." All right. Um. See what else happened here as the light starts flickering on. Yes, because <laughs> I'm looking like, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, let's focus on the show because I don't know what yes. the fuck that is. Oh, I posted that we're the number one podcast overall. Uh, I mean, in comedy, but we also broke the top 25. We yeah? did? Yeah, the top 25 podcast, period, on uh, uh, on Podomatic. So, that was cool. Yes, guys. Gary, Gary Bettle says, I love your podcast, especially Rise Nerdiness. I like that I can finally listen to a black podcast that talks about great hip-hop, comic books, food, real issues, and good movies. Rise, since you're such a nerd, much like myself, check out my professional art page. Let me know what you think. Thank you so much. Keep it going. We need this. Much love to you both. And I did check it out, man. It, it was cool. It's like a, a artist, and a lot of his stuff look like uh, it could be comic book art, like the good kind, not 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 the suck kind that they used to draw back in the day. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, it was dope, man. I, I, I mean, it's very talented guy, man. And you guys can click on the link; it's right there on the page. And check him out. Uh, Gabby writes in again, so you know. Let me click the see more button because she likes to go on. Ha <laughs> ha. Listening to podcast number twenty-two. Now, Karen, I don't know. I don't remember anything for podcast number twenty-two. Not not two two two. She talking about twenty-two. Twenty-two. I don't remember Ooh. shit from like a week ago. But Gabrielle says, "Listening to number twenty-two. I know what y'all are saying in essence to regarding applying to be able to have a child. But I agree that goes too far into the eugenics." Oppressive mentality depending upon whom we give the power to say yes or no to our reproductive wants, you dig? I'm str- Oh, I know. Okay. This is the episode we had Petey on. And yes. Petey had a theory that to uh, control population, we need to make people apply for licenses to have, kids. to have kids. And I was like, well, that sounds cool in a utopian type environment mm-hmm. where, you know, you can just go, oh, no, you a ratchet. I was like, that'll never work because... It'll, it won't be applied correctly. It'll be applied mm-hmm. by class, and by race, race by, yeah. you know, too much shit will happen. It's just not a feasible solution to anything. Um, and I'll say it, many, many people will get offended when they hear this. Now, luckily, many people weren't listening at the time. So maybe they haven't gone back and listened to 22. Yes, yes. We're going to hear a lot about it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember number 22. 
Um, it says, uh, I'm strong on this stance of not having to have application type method only because all throughout both recent and past history there has been disproportionate measures taken to control the reproductive rights of people of color. Yes, I am one of those chicks who was all up in the ethnic studies class back in the day. Also, who is the nice but kind of Republican sounding dude on this episode? Where is homeboy from? Uh, Petey has a girlfriend. Please, stop. <laughs> P.S. I know y'all is only joking and I do agree when I see the other the sheer ratchetness why does someone who is orange, a la Teen Mom, get to have babies? But I'm still struggling to find a date who... Oh, Gabby. I'm still struggling to find a date uh, who will even grant me a two-piece and a biscuit, let alone a gut full of human. But I digress. I just have studied a lot. And how about how reproductive rights as women of color have been more manipulated and controlled by the government and specific testing, etc., than most of us are aware of word. Yeah, yeah. And then I posted a video uh, for us that promoting blacking it up. So we'll see what's up with that. Um, and then I think we have emails. Yep. And then uh, voicemails, and then we'll open up the phone line? Yes, sir. All right, so the email, we got one from uh, Tyshawn, and he says, Rod and Karen, I was listening to the podcast right about the the drug testing, oh, the podcast night about the drug testing for welfare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that in Florida. They're, they're testing mm-hmm. people on welfare uh, for drugs when they apply. They only found 2% of people. Yes, that, they said it's not even possible. They said they're actually going to be doing it and losing money. Yeah, it's quite possible they will lose money. They will lose money. Where they were okay is they were trying to say, well, look, if we, the 2% of people that don't actually pass, we'll use that money we're not going to allot to them to pay for the drug test of the other people. But what they didn't talk about is the $198 million the cost incurred for this fucking program. You have to have facilities. Sir. You have to hire people. You have to give insurance. You have to pay for equipment. That shit is expensive. I know basic math. That does not add the fuck up. No, it's not even worth you wasting taxpayers' money on it. It's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. Anyway. um, Oh, Florida. Uh, Rod, you hit it dead on the head. I live in Florida, and this shit is just a big-ass scam. You said if you want to know who is the friend of that Governor Rick Scott is looking out for, it's himself. His wife owns a chain of walk-in clinics used to do the testing. Are you serious? I told you, man, it's always a money play. Like, before they pass these type of sweeping legislative changes, there's always money to track back where somebody... That's either a friend to them or something is benefiting. Either they'll get into the business themselves, like, okay, cool, I need to get into this private prison prison business, and now we'll start changing the drug laws. Like they never just do shit. They they have a plan. Um let's see. So uh he and and he he is on he is an owner of them and put them in her name so they wouldn't be there wouldn't be a conflict of interest. That's some bullshit if you ask me. Yes, it is. P.S. Herman Cain look like Benson. Yes, he does. All right. 
Ryan Howard says, Hi, Ryan and Karen. I've been listening to every show since I found out that Ryan and Charlotte not only called the Morning Jones every day, but had a show of his own. I've been hooked ever since. You guys have great banter every show, and your guests are always hilarious. Not only that, but you have turned me on to a lot of great podcasts that I had no clue existed. Also, the music that begins and ends your shows has put me on to some nice music. Benjamin Starr and Childish Gambino are just two examples. Also, the way you guys interact with your fans is really refreshing. I think the idea of having a feedback show is a great way to maintain and build upon followings and make everyone feel like they're a part of the show. Uh, you guys really helped me get uh, make my workday go much quicker. And since it seems there's about to be a three-hour gap opening up September 1st, I will... <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we might be... People might be going back in the old episodes, baby. Yeah. I will rely on you guys and other shows you have hit me to even more. So I feel that it's only right to do my part. It's nothing to retweet the links, which I do, and leave a five-star review, which I did this week. And hey, why not go three for three and donate? Oh, that's what's up, man. Thank you. And well, guess what? I did that too. Not very much, but I've got my eye on a couple things in the store that I may cop by the time you read this email. Anyway, I definitely, I'll definitely spread the word as well as support it any way I can. And you will be hearing from me again. I have I have a first-hand experience with short sore ratchetness that will take too long to go into today, but I will very soon. You guys keep doing what you're doing. Yes, please write that story. I want to read that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> if something is going on, I need to know what's up with the sore ratchetness. Yeah. All right, and um, let's go ahead and play the voicemail, and after that, we'll open up the uh, actual phone lines. We sure uh, will. To all the listeners out there that if they want to call in, no, 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 no force. I'm not forcing you to call in. If you want no. to call in, if not, that's cool. See what uh, is going on in this one. Yo, what is up, Ron and Karen? It's Active J. Uh, Active underscore J on Twitter. Um, so I was listening to the show, and uh, thank you. I, I also listened to um, the show about Chuck D. And it hit me where you were talking about, you know, the fact that you were asking people to find pictures of Chuck D smiling, and Chuck D looked like the counterfeit from the first grade. And Chuck D is pretty much saying that he hadn't smiled since he was six, man. Like, <laughs> I honestly believe that Chuck D just does not smile. Um, and actually, I think probably Chuck D reminds me of, um, like, if you get a chance to ever talk to, to somebody who has been a comedian for a really long time, or just somebody who's, uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's essentially, like, telling a joke to them about saying something funny to them, like, they really don't laugh at things and just acknowledge that it's funny. Uh, so, like, you know, you may be saying something and you're telling, you know, telling a joke or whatever, and, and they just kind of look at you and say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's real funny, brother. And they quit, and that's it. And it's like, can I, you know, getting in the lab is almost impossible. And, and I think, you know, obviously, if Chuck D, of course, to fuck uh, out with Flavor Flav, and never crack a smile at Flavor Flav, and, and let's just be real, Flavor Flav is a funny dude. Um, and nothing else is he's funny. Just watching him is, is funny, uh, particularly when he's, uh, like, doing performances. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe Chuck D has never smiled since he was sick. <laughs> like, I just... I just, and actually, I started following him on Twitter too, and you're right, all he does is drop knowledge. It's, it's amazing. It's actually kind of mind blowing. But anyway, just wanted to say that. Um, you guys have a great show. Uh, wait, I think I've said this before. Um, <laughs> I never know how to, how to finish these. It's always like, uh, you got people at work and blah, blah, blah. So, I'm going with that. So, um, you guys are doing great. Uh, keep doing great. And, um, that's pretty much it. All yeah. Right. Oh, hey, how yes. about uh, the black guy who fits workout gloves for, like, weightlifting? I would, I would buy a pair of those. Workout anyway, gloves? All right. I'll write that down, see if they got that. Um, 
Alright, first of all, we got one more voicemail. But second of all, um, yeah, that's funny. Chuck D basically said he hasn't smiled since he was six. Wow. And yeah, I follow his timeline and it is almost intimidating. Like, I feel like I'm wasting my life. Like, as you read, <laughs> this dude constantly <laughs> dropping knowledge. Period. Not Like, there's no wasted tweet. There's no Chuck D, you know, hey, I'm going to get an ice cream sandwich. What flavor should I get? There's no, uh... There's no pointless tweets. Yeah, how do you like these shoes? Uh, should I get the pink one or the green one? None of that going no, on. No, man, this dude is stri- straight drops knowledge. And I forgot we had one more voicemail, and I'll, I'll yes. play that. Hey, Ron and Karen, this is Sharif from Philly. Um, oh, Jackson that on Twitter. Um, I have a suggestion, um, and because I know that uh, you want more to do that, more work to your plate. Yes, um, I'm really feeling a lot of the songs that you guys have been playing um, at the beginning and the end of show, because um, a lot of them as of late have been ones that, that I haven't heard before. Um, and I usually think that I'm pretty up on the underground, but there's a lot of stuff that like you guys have been hitting me to so I don't know if you guys have like Spotify, RDO, um, or any one of those sites that allows you to like share playlists but it might be cool just to put a little online playlist together that you can share with uh, the fans um, so that we can get up on some of this music. Mm. Um, those would be a cool, cool suggestion. Um, I might go ahead and start collecting the songs myself since you put them in the, in the notes. Um, that uh hope everything's going well. Peace out. All right. Well, uh, that's a, I'm gonna look into that. I, uh, that that sounds like a cool suggestion, and I don't know how easy that would be to do. But we might have to make it like going forward from here on out. Yeah. Uh, some of this music isn't going to be on Spotify because it's from like people that aren't on Spotify no. yet. So like Benjamin Starr, I don't believe he has both of his mixtapes on Spotify. No, and uh, Gambish Gambino, Childish Gambino uh, doesn't have his stuff on, on Spotify. No. But I know I can add things from my personal collection. I just don't know if you can play it. Okay, um, we'll have to see with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure something out, though. That's that's a great point, and I will do that. Phone lines are open, 704-557-0186. Give us a call if you want to talk to us live on the air um, right now. And, you know, speaking of Spotify... It is fucking awesome. Oh my gosh. It is, it, the, best. It is the best thing ever. Alright, we're like, we got a call coming in from my man Rashani. Let's check it out. Yo, what up, Rashani? You on the air with the Black Guy Who Tips. How you know it was me? How do you know that? Y'all just watch your black people so intelligent out there. <laughs> <laughs> you just you want to hug everybody. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> Chilling, man. And we're actually gonna be on Rashani's show next Tuesday, I believe. Tuesday, yes. Yeah, single song cast. It'll, it'll be on Wednesday, but we're recording it on Tuesday. Okay, so, okay. So y'all check that out, man. Prepare y'all, prepare y'all, because I've been thinking of some uh, evil ass thoughts for this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, man, I, I was on my iPhone the other day. I was looking at iTunes. And uh, I was going through looking for shows to listen to because, um, you know, The Morning Jones is about to be gone September 1st. So I'm like, maybe I can find something else that will replace it for the time being till Bo finds another gig. And I realized that uh, you were listed in the um, news and new and noteworthy top, like, not the top, like, 10, but, like, maybe top 25 or so, man. So congratulations yes. to Single Simulcast. I appreciate it, man. That's an absolute blessing. I mean, that show is, uh, it's insanity, but it's fun insanity, you know, and I'm glad people are actually enjoying it. So, um, I'd like, 
know, and I'm not, I don't know if I'm like, shit. Um, I was listening to the Chuck D episode, right yeah. about, and um, I know who Papa Wu is. Who? I know who he is. I figured it out. Papa Wu is that dude who was on higher learning, like, what is higher <laughs> what is learning, learning? <laughs> what, what is higher learning Mandela Mandela <laughs> <laughs> oh I can see that too man yeah maybe that's what Papa the mystery is, uh, is solved that's what he's up to now he's just on somebody's random fucking campus spitting out I'm like, what the fuck am I going to be now? Y'all take a look at that and make it no more college movies. Like, you haven't seen him in years. Right. So I guarantee you, Papa Wu was that dude. Like, if you look him up in IMDb, he's had his name of Papa Wu with 5% and now he's talking about how 17 million. What? 2 million. <laughs> <laughs> 19 million and billion and did it all over the earth. Yes, sir. Mandela. Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, y'all. That's just one of the call. I'm going to tell y'all I figured that out. Yeah. Great, so, as always, keep it up. No okay. doubt, dude. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. No problem. All right. Peace. All right, man. And uh, we'll leave it open for another minute or so if anybody else wants to call in. 704-557-0186. Um, but, yeah, I do wonder what the fuck Papa Wu's up to. Because, you know, he can't be just, like, working in the back of, like, IHOP. You know what I mean? <laughs> that don't make no damn sense. You like, know. Oh, can we get two eggs? You know, oh, two eggs. One plus two is two and two and two million two thousand eggs coming right up. <laughs> Scramble the hard. How do you want them? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, no doubt. And, uh, of course, thanks to all the people that are listening live and that call in live and stuff like that. I know yes. some of y'all are under that hurricane, Irene. Yeah. So, of course, the... Uh, be safe, man. Yeah, please be safe and be careful out there because we went through Hurricane Hugo back in 1986. Damn, I'm old, but uh, <laughs> uh, so we understand it ain't nothing to play with, y'all. And uh, also, shout out to Bomani Jones. Thank you. Uh, happy birthday, man. Yes. And thank you for the picture of him holding our, our, our gift that we gave him. Yes. We sent him a mug from Hilarious. the Black Tips. And uh, he was chilling, man, like he was drinking some hot cocoa, trying to stay warm. Yes, because a lot of people didn't get no rain, but I think he's out of power. Like, people was like, their power just went out, because, like, he's closer near uh, where the storm is. But then yeah. I get any rain like us, but when the power went out, I guess, you know, must have wiped out a large uh, area. Cool, man. Well, I guess we can wrap this up. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to have some guests from Filling the Lanes podcast, which I've talked about a couple Woo! times on the show. Um, and I, I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, it's a sports podcast. It's very savvy, intellectual, but also uh, hilarious and, uh, you know, um, irreverent, uh, I would say. Um, and we're going to have uh, some of the guests from there. Of course, you guys know Mav underscore Rick on Twitter. Uh, but uh, we'll also have my man, uh, Walt, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Billy D. Trilliams, a.k.a. Trill Mazeroski on Twitter. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll see what we can make it do tomorrow, man. So, um, until then, make sure you go to theblackouttips.com, call the show 704-557-0186, leave a voicemail, or talk to us live on Saturday morning. Uh, email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com, did I say that already? Yep. Follow us on Twitter, at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again, that is in D-A-T. Uh, and go check out our video on YouTube, man. Go, you know, it's on Google Plus. It's on uh, our page. 
Yeah, it's on the Blackout Tips. Go check out our video. Tell us what you think about it. Um, it's our first video project. You know, I hope that people find it funny and not offensive, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, uh, donate to the show. You know, keep, keep donating because this shit keeps costing us more money. The bills ain't gonna stop. So please keep donating to the show. We keep doing cool shit. And uh, plus, when you guys donate, people get free shit. Yes, they do. You know, we like because we use some of those funds to go buy our own shit, so we can give it to you. Yes, we do. Fans that 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 fucking you know contribute to the show. show. Yeah. So, all right, man. Um, I guess uh, until tomorrow, we'll do this again. I love you. You too, baby. Once a man's a killer, they just keep on killing and killing. They sort of develop a taste for blood. Yeah, that's right. To kill one man or kill ten, it's all the same. After all, they can only hurt you one day. Both hands clusty, chilling with my man Rusty, low down. Blew off the burner, kind of dusty. The world can't touch ghost purple tape. Ray co-host, Monty Hall Expo, intellect and red pro. Sun's trifling, fuck, wildflower on the cycling. Picked up the broom, thought I was Michaelin. Sweat, right and pull. Now, I'm into iron duels. Turn up the earth, whoopee. She out of law school. Inhale, rape, piece of hell. A your life, repel, parallel. Doris, cell nine, you flash the burn cell. Snap at a Candyland kids, the old rumor is. Blacks become immune to shit. We never did like eating dead birds. Trust the pharmacy, over herbs. Men marrying men ill. They got the urge, go char. Scissor hand, wig vanished in the winter. Living off land, you got them right. I fuck fans, king me. Check, checkmate, props like the Michael Chip founder. Next to next stock with Bill Gates now. When we hug these mics, we get busy. Come and have a good time with G.O.D. Make you snap your fingers or wiggle. Screech out, laugh or just giggle. Shake that body, party that body. Don't fuck with ghosts or feel sorry. That's word, I'm not the herb. Understand what I'm saying, saying, saying? Hit mics like Ted Koppel. Rifle expert, let off the Eiffel. Burn a flag in your grass, spiteful. Ring leader, set it off. To the game, which you can see us. We lay low, glitter, wax, four bangles, priceless ropes. Lay around the guard, get tangled, woolly hair. Eyes fiery red, feet made of brass. Twelfth man, following me, it be the guard staff move. Every switch like Mammax, smash the big boy, totaled it. Will shot, fear facts, sun beaming, wifey on the beach. 